There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Intefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Intefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Amen. I am so excited that this great servant of God is in our midst. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Amen. Wow. As I'm so excited that this great servant of God is in our midst. Last year we kept, we kept pursuing and seeking after him. It didn't work, but this year it has worked. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And I believe that God has given him a message, a message of church growth for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And this morning, as we begin the first section of our two sections for today, it's my greatest honor that no other person is talking to us or preaching to us about church growth than this great servant of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not new in our midst here. He has been with us. Many times he has been around. Preached to us. Taught us precepts upon precepts, line upon line, a little here, a little there, and by the grace of God, we can say that if Asuka is, you know, having some progression in numerical strength, we owe it somehow to him. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited. Amen. It's, it's, I mean, I don't have words, but I want to bring to the podium this man used to be a doctor, trained outside, came and started a very prosperous, well-doing Hospital. But when the call of God came upon his life, he left everything behind to respond to the call of God. He has affected so many churches. 
He has affected so many um, pastors. Is in charge of our Anakazo Bible Seminary. Is involved in training all the pastors that are turned out from the school. Some of his products are the ones sitting by him. There are many other products all over Ghana and outside Ghana. In recent times, like I said, God has anointed him to preach on church growth. He has, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody can, everyone but he can speak about church growth or preach about church growth. But I mean, he has a special oil upon his life. And when he teaches and preaches about church growth, it becomes so easy. You see, when you have an unction for something, you are able to break it down such that even the simple could understand. As we started church growth or AOFM, um, I have always sought to listen to his messages. He's doing excellently well at Light of the World Cathedral. On a Sunday, they can sit almost going to 2,000. I mean, different services, gun service, uh, tree service, English service. These are the ones that we want to emulate. I'm looking forward to a time when on a Sunday like this, we can see so many and then have different services all over the place. It is good to follow the footsteps of people who have done it. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to waste time. I can't wait to hear from him. Just take your books, notebooks, pens, and listen very carefully. This is a teaching convention. You must live here with some points that you will go and actually practice. If you have a ministry or you are a shepherd of a ministry, shepherd of a cell, a family coordinator, a stronghold leader, then this service is meant for you. Let's be on our feet, ladies and gentlemen. Let's receive the ministry of my father and your father, the bishop, Interpol. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, do it better. Do it better. Do it better. Do it better.
you see, it was introduced in Accra. You, you, you hear people say, Hey. Thank you, Bishop. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for Jesus. God bless you. Be Amen. Amen. How many of you are happy to be here this morning? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here. And to see all of you once again. I want to thank Bishop Charles for the invitation. He's a good man. I said he's a good man. You have a good pastor. Amen. Amen. How many of you know that you have a good pastor? When God wants to bless you, He gives you good people. And we must know how to recognize the good people that God gives to us. And appreciate them. A good leader is a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Africa is the way it is because of a certain type of leadership. Africa, everything depends on leadership. Hallelujah. Amen. Your progress in life depends on who is leading you. If you happen to have a good leader, your life will go in a good way. If you happen to be led by a bad leader, things don't work in your life. So you must always thank God for the pastor that the Lord has given to you. Pray for him. Love him. Take care of him. Make sure that he doesn't lack anything. Support him. And listen to all that he's asking you to do in this church. And follow it. And I know that you'll be blessed. I want to thank God for his wife, Mama Jane, who has been supporting him all these years. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, I want to thank all the pastors who are here. Many of them have been here many, many years. I remember more than, maybe more than 12, 14 years, I want to preach for Pastor Tim at the choir. So it's been a very long journey, a long relationship. And I want you to continue to be here to support the work of God. Clap your hands for Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for an opportunity to be in your presence. Thank you so much for loving us. We worship and bless you. 
And we thank you for today. Thank you that you sent your son to come to die. That the whole world will be saved. I pray, Lord, for your people at Lighthouse Chapel International, Asokwa, in the name of Jesus, that your hand would come mightily upon this church, that a special grace, O God, will be released upon your people, that this church will begin, O God, to grow and multiply, that multitudes will begin to come to this church and enter into the kingdom. We thank you for today. Let the entrance of your word bring light and understanding. Holy Spirit, fill today with your presence. Guide us into all truth. Give us understanding and revelation and insight. Thank you for great utterance and impartation of your spirit for the area fellowship work. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have so many area fellowships littered around the city of Kumasi and beyond because of your power that is released today in Jesus name Amen, Amen. Hallelujah Amen. Well I'm coming down from Tamale We were there for a church group conference for the pastors in the three northern regions of Ghana and, and we are passing through here to continue in the same way. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what I want all of us to understand is that it is very, very important for every one of us to have in our heart a great desire for many people to enter the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. If as Christians if as Christians, as pastors, as leaders, we don't have in our heart a strong desire to see many people enter the kingdom of God, then we have lost our main duty as Christians in the eyes of God. Serving the loss into the kingdom of God is the number one duty of the church of Jesus Christ. Christ Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say it again. Our number one duty as Christians, as the church of God, is to give ourselves and work for God with the aim of making sure that multitudes enter the kingdom of God. 
say a crystal for no, Yajuma is the kind I was here and say, Yadia who best you say a bit to me a year, Juma, not being peppy, a to me a job, woman, and How many of you understand? But you see, you may think that it is so obvious, but it is not as obvious as it, as it looks. Many of us are not thinking about the lost. Many of us are not thinking about people going to heaven. Amen. Amen. That is why the most hated, the most hated activity in the church today is evangelism and so winning. Evangelism and so winning is the most disliked activity in the church today anywhere. Including my church. Amen. Amen. Christians like all the activities or most of the activities, but dislike evangelism and so winning. A can you think about that? Now, can you imagine that what a football striker doesn't like is to put the ball into the net? When you are a football striker, you have only one aim. So you, you have only one aim. Don't go to the back. Don't go and attack anybody. You just be around the 18. When we give you the ball, put it into the net. That is all that you are supposed to do. And can you imagine a football striker wearing number nine? And when we give him the ball, he squeezes the face. And he says that, I don't want to put, I dislike it. I hate it. Can you imagine that a businessman hates making profit? That when he transacts a business and he makes loss, he's happy. When he makes profit, He's very angry. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine a wife who hates to go to the kitchen to cook for the family? She likes to clean the, the, the bathroom, clean the washrooms, clean the the certain areas, but to go to the kitchen and cook for the husband and the family is the number one thing that she doesn't like. She hates it. 
Say, or you honor one, a praprani fiesta, they say, then call papa. Now, so Beko Jadia, Kakon, where the Anima, Nikunin, and the Medidia, a idea or time or umpekra. Can you imagine a political party? When it is time for elections, pulling, and they say, so many people have voted for you that you are winning. He says, no. He says, no. Give my vote to the opposing party. I hate to win. How many of you realize that in all these cases it doesn't make sense? How many of you realize that? It doesn't make sense. And this is the picture we have in the body of Christ. We like to sing in a choir. We like to sing in a choir. We like to pray. We like to give offering. We like to dance in the church. We love praise and worship. We are happy when the church goes for beach party. Family service. Eating and sharing fellowship. But when it comes to going out there with the way of God, the love of Jesus, to preach about the cross, to bring a dying world into the kingdom of God, we hate it. And therefore, we have lost the reason for our existence as a church. The church is not a church building. Hello? The church is not a car park. The church is the body of Christ. The assembly of believers in Christ. The peoples of this world who have turned to the cross, accepted the message of the cross, and living their life for Jesus Christ. That is the church. And that is the reason for our existence. Hallelujah. So, Lighthouse Chapel International Asokwa. Every one of us, from today, you must begin to embark on a new journey in your life. The journey of making sure that through you, many people will enter into the kingdom of God. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? We don't come to church because we want prophetic declarations. To be prayed for. For the pastor to look at us and lay his hands and say, You are blessed. Your husband is coming. Your baby is coming. Your visa is coming. Now, these are all offshoots of the main thing. When you work in a place, 
depending on where you are working, there are things that come to you freely. Freely. Amen. Amen. When you work in some companies, you work in some companies, and you have a certain position, based on that position, they say, apart from your salary, automatically, automatically, without asking for it, without struggling, you also enjoy a house. We also give you a vehicle. You pay for your students' uh, education. During your leave period, we will pay for it. Because of your position. There is no need for you to pray for it. There is no need for you to request for it. There is no need for you to ask for it. Based on your position, Based on your position, all these other things are So it is with our lives in Christ. Jesus said in Matthew 6.33, He said, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. That was the first thing you should do. Do that and go and sleep. And when you wake up, all the other things that you are thinking about the house the husband the wife the children the visas the cars the money the promotion all the other things you are looking for shall be added unto you but you see we, we have specialized in having all night to pray for the things that must be automatically added to us. We travel to see prophets. We go and fast and pray. We give our monies. We are doing everything to achieve the thing that automatically must be given to you. Now you must pause and ask yourself, why is it that the things that automatically must come to me are not in my life? Because you cannot move from one, you cannot move to two unless you have started from one. Jesus says, you, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When you finish, go and sleep. When you wake up, all other things shall be added on. We are poor. We are not blessed. We are not progressing. Look, Christians are some of the poorest people on earth. Christians are some of the most frustrated people on earth. Christians are some of the most embarrassed people on earth. Christians are some of the most discouraged people on earth. It can happen. But it can happen, but it is not often that you see a son of a true rich person struggling in life. In 8 out of 10 cases, the children of truly rich people do not struggle in life. And then she said, Papa, I was a father, and 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 I was a father, 
Your father is God. Just in case you have forgotten, your father is God. The maker of the heavens and the earth. The creator of all things. He said the silver is mine. And the gold is mine. The riches are mine. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. And what belongs to your father belongs to you. So you must ask yourself, why is it that I'm hungry? You see, that is, that is the point that the prodigal son came to. He got to a point that he had no food to eat. Can you imagine that? The son of a very rich man had no food to eat. It got to a time that he was struggling with pigs. To get something to eat. And the pigs began to give him condition. You know, pigs are very dirty. Before you eat, make sure that you have clean here. Before you, before you can eat to fast pigs. And even that, we will eat. And when we finish, what is left? will give for you to eat. The son of a very rich man. One day, as he was sitting down, he thought very deeply. He thought very deeply. And he said to himself, how many servants have food to eat my father's house? Why am I struggling like this? I'll go to my father. I'll go to my father. I'll restore the relationship. And I know I'll get something to eat. The reason why you are struggling, my brother, the reason why you are so frustrated in life is because you have gone away from the purpose of the Father. You have gone away from the purpose of the Father. Most of the church of Jesus Christ have deviated from the purpose of the Father. The purpose of the Father is clear. Go ye into the well. Preach the gospel. Go ye into the well. Preach the gospel. And make sure that people are saved into the kingdom. And when you do that, and when you do that, I'll take care of you. I'll bless you. I'll provide for you. I'll sort you out in life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you understand that? And if, you, if we don't go back to the purpose of the Father, we shall be like the prodigal son. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are talking about people who are blessed, in this world. It must be Christians. Look into the scriptures. All the very, very rich people, blessed people, were people who followed God. When God created a whole world, He gave it to only one person, Adam. In Genesis 1.28 it says, have dominion. Have dominion. Hallelujah. Amen. Abraham was very rich. 
Genesis 13, the Bible said that Abraham was very rich. Genesis 26, Isaac was very rich. Genesis 32, Jacob was very rich. In Genesis 30, the Bible said that the man increased. He increased. He increased in wealth so much. David was blessed. David no Solomon was so blessed that he made diamonds like stones in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Amen. Eh? They were also blessed. Why? Because they followed the purpose of God in their lives. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you want the Lord to bless you? So today, at this service, I want us to think about how we can bring a lot of people into the kingdom of God. I want you to make this one your number one purpose. Your number one purpose. That through you, through you, multitudes will come into the kingdom of God. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now listen. God wants this world to be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants this world to be saved. In John 3.16, the Bible said that for God so loved the world. He so loved the world. Eh? The world means the world. All the people in the world. That he freely gave his son to come and die for the world. Which means that if there are more than 7 billion people on earth today, God wants seven, more than 7 billion people to be saved. How many of you understand? Let me show you a few scriptures. Um, 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4. Are you here or you go home? Uh, you see, I'm taking my time to talk to you. Because God wants to minister to your heart. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4. Who will have all men to be saved? Watch it. Watch it. Who will have all men? Not some men. Not some men. Not a portion of men. Not a certain community. Not the Asoqua area. Not some part of, some part of Kumasi. But he wants all men. Who will have all men to be saved and to come Unto the knowledge of the truth. Ah, opese nipe ni na nyangkwanje na omoba nukre nindienu. Take note. That includes everybody in your family. That includes all your colleagues. You see, that is why Bishop Charles says today is friends is what friends service. Ndi na Bishop say eneye enamfo esu. And we didn't do it. We didn't do it. 
He said, Bishop Itabu, how, how did he know that? Because you have not come here for a long time now. We didn't do it. If all, us, if all of us bought our members, there will be confusion here. Only a few of us did it. Is it because? Because, I mean, we are not bought it. We are thinking about our visa. We are thinking about our church, our building projects. Not our friend coming to the kingdom of God. But God is thinking about your friend who will have all your friends to be saved. How many of you can understand that? Eh? Oh yeah. God wants all men, all men. Everybody say all men. Bianca say depending on. He wants all men to be saved. Let's understand that. Let's understand that. Let's have the heart of God. Let's have the heart of God. Do you think that? God sent his son Jesus Christ only son to come and die for only some few people around the Asuka area. Hmm? The secular world is doing what we are not doing. Companies are opening branches everywhere. They want, they want people everywhere to buy their product. Hello? They are coming together. They are merging to become even bigger so that they can affect more clients and more customers. Yeah. These are people with a secular mind. But they seem rather to be understanding a spiritual principle that God has given to us. They rather want more people, they want to get more money from people by recruiting more customers and more clients. But we are not bothered. We don't mind. When we come to church, we sit down and the rest of the seats are empty. We, we are not bothered. We are not bothered. But we must be bothered. That is the heart of God. That is the purpose of God. That is what the church stands for. Political parties are recruiting more people. Now, now they are doing they are doing evangelism house to house political evangelism. They say 
Street to street political evangelism. Market to market. Hospital to hospital. Everywhere. They have realized that look, we cannot sit in a certain headquarters. We must reach out to the people in their offices, at the marketplaces, on the street, in their homes. You see, before the 2008 election, the late president Atamels, Atamels that's what he was doing. And people were laughing at him. Oh, how can you, a presidential candidate, be walking around, going to people's homes and all that? What was the result? He won. Because wisdom is justified by her children. If politicians can go to homes, go to corners, go to streets, go to markets, to win people for their political aims, which is earthly, which is just things of this world, how much more us? How much more us? How much more us? To make sure that wherever sinners are, we will go there and recruit them into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. It is the will of God that all men will be saved. And today God is telling you. I want you to join me. God is saying, I want you to join me to save this world for my kingdom. It's a good place for you to clap your hands for them. Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness. But is long suffering to us what? Not willing that any should perish. Not willing that any should perish. Na umum, omanebojo cheremamu, ompese inipe biara beira. Ompese onipe biara beira. Yes. We ni adia, ewo aradia kumum. This is what is on the Lord's heart. Ompese obia beira. That no one will be lost. Ompese obia beira. His desire is that no one should be lost. Nisan tine osa meneo. That we should also place on our heart that wherever anybody who is lost is, we will bring that person into the kingdom of God. But yes, sorry. But when we wake up, so, we think about how to get a new car. Yeah, now we try and say, "Car be pa mi huye." 
akos me se ka bi pa me hu ye bi bi pia me ye pia saka ana me to bi me to then we say akos last week a car that i saw i will do whatever it takes to buy that car ye ni wi asefo aye pe we and the secular world we are the same and so same be in him there is no difference between no more piano any epic what they desire what they do is what we also do but the church is separate from the world god said come from out of them be separate and i'll receive you as my children and i'll be your father and i'll be your god Hallelujah. Amen. God does not want even one person to perish. From Azerbaijan to Zimbabwe. From China to Korea. From North America to South America, to Asia to Europe to Africa, everywhere. God wants all to come to the kingdom. Every time I hear that somebody is dead, my first question is, was he saved? Was he saved? Are your parents saved? Are your brothers saved? Are your sisters saved? Your friends at work, are they saved? Your family members, are they saved? Is your community saved? When the Lord graciously saved me, my family is a staunch Methodist family. I grew up seeing my grandmother grandfather, uh, great uncles, my mothers, my aunties all being part of the Methodist Church. And we all joined. That's where we grew. My grandfather was uh, a lay preacher in the Methodist Church. When the Lord saved me, I began to ask myself, are they saved? Because going to church doesn't mean that you are saved. Sitting down in church doesn't mean that you are saved. Having your name written on one of the chairs in the church doesn't, doesn't mean that you are saved. Nicodemus was shocked when Jesus said that. Jesus told him very, very, except a man is born of water and of the Spirit. He cannot. He cannot, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. He was shocked. So I began to, to, to wonder, look, are they saved? So I decided to witness to them. I was about 22 years. Older people. I remember sitting down with my grandfather who was a lay preacher. And I shared a gospel. And I led him to Christ and prayed for him. Yeah. My grandmother 
who loved us. Whilst I was studying abroad, I used to pray, say, Lord, my grandmother must be saved. I came to find her during one, one of my holidays lying on her sick bed. I witnessed to her. Led her to Christ. On different occasions, I've gathered the whole family members of my family members. I say, everybody come. I've done it a couple of times. Family members in the house. I preach to them. They led all of them to Christ. Go and do the same. Because you'll be in heaven and your brother, your brother, will be crying from the pit of hell. This world is useless. I don't care what you have. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. I don't care about your position. You can be very high. You can be very low. It doesn't matter. Only one thing matters. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. You must be born again. You must be born again. You must have the life of Jesus Christ. That is what makes you special. If you are here today, you are not saved. Today is your opportunity. Jesus Christ will come into your heart. And you have the life of God. This world is useless without the life of Christ. Yes. And I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Jesus said, What shall it profit a man? What shall it profit a man? What shall it profit a man? If you gain the whole world, you are the man being director of this, MP of this, minister of this, wife of this, this type of businessman, you are the national champion of this. What shall it profit you? If you gain the whole world and lose your very soul, in my life, both as a doctor and as a pastor, I have seen a lot of people die. Never have I seen anybody being allowed to go with 100 Ghana cities. Or a piece of gold or a piece of diamond or something. No. And if you make a mistake and you put it there, you have created job opportunity for some other people. Do you know that now when they put people into the ground, they destroy the coffin. How many of you have seen that? They destroy the coffin. Right there. They, they take something to crack the coffin. Even the reeds, they don't put it on it anymore. 
They put it inside. Because if you leave it there, you have created a job opportunity for somebody else. But look at us. This is what we have given ourselves to. To get a very beautiful coffin when you die. Life is so hopeless. When I build my house, I was so disappointed. So when I was building the house, I was very excited. But after building the house, of a lot of rooms, washrooms, tiles, beautiful, I realized that I could sleep in only one of them. And my house helpers were also enjoying the house with me to equal measure. Then I realized that as I've grown, I can't eat much. And they eat the food. They really eat the food. Look, many times I come home with things. You know the way a pastor's life is. You go for some adoring, you go for some naming ceremony, you go for some wedding. They bring all kinds of things into their car. After two days, I say, can I have a glass of juice? Then they will tell me it's finished. They say, that the children. It's the children who have drank all. Tell us what I'm saying. What did they make an assist? You see, God is speaking to you. Make a turn around. Make a turn around. Let's go for the purpose of Jesus. Let's give ourselves to the winning of souls into the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Lift up your voice and give Jesus a shout of victory. How many of you want God to bless you? Look, God wants to bless you. Already Adrian or Oman as soon as the plans that God has for you is better than all the plans that anybody else has for you. How many times have people not promised to do something for you? But the problem is that not that they were deceiving you, but the truth is that the power that they had was little. Little power. Whatever power he had is off. To me, be an MP no one. But I'm talking about accepting the God of heaven, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the God that doesn't change, the God that is forever, the Maker of the heavens, the one who can bless you, the Sustainer of life, the one that can provide for you. He's called the El Shaddai. He's called the I Am that I Am. He's called the. Provider. 
and I we can depend on. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus, somebody? Are you shouting? Are you clapping your hands? Are you blessing Jesus? Lift up your voice and shout! Sitsibimu, Wuyonyami, Enesu, Wuyonyami, Wuyonyami, If that is the case, why are you hungry? Think about it. You are in the house with your father and mother. When they send you, go. When your mother sends you, you refuse to go. Let's go to the farm, you refuse. Go and weed the farm, you refuse. Hey! After school time, as one, what did you say? Is it always that won't be missing you, Kra? Nanka, Nanka, Pese. You know, that is why our prayers are not answered. That's why our prayers are not answered. 
That's why our prayers are not answered. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. All these things. What are these things? What are you looking for? Once I have seen with, with God that he is the true God. Or you are not powerful. He is the true God. Look, I have seen sisters who have been in the church for a long time. It got to a period we thought they would not marry. 30 years, I worry my. At 30 years, 35, still single. 35, no marry. 40 years, I worry my. I kept telling them that our God is a true Keep on serving Keep on following God. Keep on serving Give yourself to God. He is truthful. I was part of the officiating ministers who married a 65-year-old sister. 65. 65. I was preaching one of our churches somewhere. Many years ago, I looked at a lady. She was 55. I said, next year by this time, next year by this time, you'll be married. 55. I went there exactly a year later. When I got there, I'd forgotten. The pastor said, do you remember that sister? I say, yes, where is she? She's gone for honeymoon. She says she has said we have come, so she's coming. But the years are passing by. A couple of years ago, I called her. And I'm a friend. I said, No more prayers. No more prayers. I want you to begin to work for God. Work for God. No more prayers. Last year, I called her. And I said, Lord. Lord, it is time. And I told her, it is time. God is going to surprise you. Yes. 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 May, in May, 
In May. May In May. This May. It's happening like. When God looks at you, He doesn't see His glory in your life. Because you don't have His heart. So today, God is saying, 
turn back. Make sure that through you, my kingdom will come. God will take care of you if, if you if you fulfill his purpose. Listen. In John 21, when Jesus left, Peter and some of the disciples abandoned soul winning. And they went back to go and fish. Can you imagine? They were going to look for fish to sell to get money. People that Jesus had trained for three good years gave them the great commission. Mark 16, 15. Go into the whole world and preach to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. John 20, 21. As the Father has sent me, so do I send you. Luke 24, 47. That repentance for remission of sins will be preached by you. Luca, say, say there be a, a, a and, and on and on and on and on, on. They left Omucha. to go and fish so that they could get money. Omucha. Peter said, I go a fishing. Peter said, Listen, See. they toiled the whole night and caught nothing. Look into your life. And look into your life. You have been toiling. I am waiting to see real, real wealthy Christian brothers and sisters in our churches. I am waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. We don't have them. We don't. We don't. There's nobody here who can give one million dollars for the sake of the gospel. Step out of the church. In Kumasi here, there are people who don't even believe in God. They can sign that check for you. There is something wrong with the church. Something wrong. There's something wrong. There is something wrong. There is an inheritance that is not coming to us. There's some riches and wealth that is not coming to us. Because we don't have the heart of the Father. Jesus appeared to them. He said, Why are you here? We won't fish. He said, Come. He didn't go into the sea. He stood at the shore. They were in the sea. Full of fishes. But they did not have fish. They didn't. He didn't go into the sea. When they came to the shore, he gave them fish. What they had told for, he had it. He had it. Everything you need. Everything 
something you need for your life. He has it. You want children? He has it. Riches? He has it. Opportunities in life? He has it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you must align yourself to his vision. So that is why we are here this morning. Because after today, you and I, we are going to work to fill this church. On Sunday mornings, we are going to fill this church seven times. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? And for us to do that, all of us must be ready to join Bishop to work. Hallelujah. Amen. And today, I'm going to share with you one powerful key that we are going to engage. Through which God is going to fill the church. And that is the key of the cell system. But I want you to stand to your feet. And I want you to lift up your hands. We are going to pray. I want you to say, Lord, from today, give me a new heart. There's only one thing that I want. I don't want money. I don't want a new car. I don't want a husband. I don't want a wife. I want only one thing. I want you to use me to win the lost. I want you to use me to work in your house. Lift up your hands and pray. 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 Lord, give me a new heart. A new 
Your church will be full. Your kingdom will come. Give us a new heart. A burden. A burden. For the lost. A desire. To see the lost come into the kingdom. Lord, in our homes. People are dying in our offices, in our communities. We are asking, O God, that we shall be true agents that you use to touch this city for you, Lord. Holy Spirit, anoint your people. Anoint your people. Anoint the old and the young, the men and the women. The children of God, the pastors, the shepherds, release a new anointing, a new anointing, a new boldness, a new desire to reach out to the lost. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral Collegon, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Our service times are Early Rain Service, 6.30 to 8.15 a.m. Love and Hope Service, Local Languages Services from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Love and Faith Service, from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church is also at 9.30 a.m. to 12 noon. Be part of our midweek impartation service this and every Tuesday, from 6.15 to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For further prayer and counseling and further inquiry, please call 278 888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 
289-289. God bless you. To glorify